What's up, you guys? It's Aaron Gomez and Keanu, the host of Mashup Movie Talk. So, this is post. Well, is Comic Con still going on on Sunday? It should be done. I think by it's now. wrapping up. Yeah, it's basically. I mean, it's basically wrapped up. Yeah, it's pretty much wrapping up. And today, so we're recording on a Sunday, and nothing really new has popped up from what I was looking so far. But I mean, we wanted to dedicate this episode to the Marvel Phase Four announcement because one, it deserves it, and two, there's just so much content for this week on movie news that we don't want to give you just like a one big possibly two hour episode or even longer so we're actually going to drop another episode wednesday that will be focusing on the other properties like terminator you know halloween and we talked about all those other properties like Watchmen. so today is just dedicated to phase four um but to start off like me and keanu and i were actually getting dinner watching you know the pacquiao fight last night and while this was happening of course, all the Marvel news was getting dropped. So, Keanu, like, what's your experience? I just told you before we started recording, I still feel high, like, on this body high from this announcement. And I'm excited. I'm excited about Phase 4 offers. Uh, I'm super pumped. I definitely got to say they, uh, they're they really, like, they're like geniuses in the fact that, like, like we know their Disney Plus series are going to We know our Disney Plus series are going to be basically films. So, mm-hmm. like... They had it so like the half of the announcements were films, half of them were, were Disney Plus series, and the, because they have both of those like that two that two prong approach, everything is just is like amped up because you have so much content coming, and then like it's just crazy. It's I mean, it, it Feige is just a damn. It's just crazy how smart Feige is. Like they're they're so damn smart. Dude, I literally have the chills. Like I'm looking at the picture right now. If you look at the notes, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact like what you said to add on to that, the fact that you said. You know, they're doing this two-part process. It's just films and then the streaming service. But, like, the fact that they consider the streaming service as officially part of Phase 4, that just, like, shows how much money they're pumping into the content. Right. You know what I mean? Like, even though this isn't – you're not going to be sitting your ass in a theater, you're still getting movie-quality content. It's, uh, like, maybe across, like, an episode – eight-episode arc, you know? Um. But I remember before, like you know, Comic Con started. I was like, I don't know, man. I feel like Phase Four is kind of kind of be underwhelming. Like I don't really know how they're gonna pick up after Endgame, and then now look what this is. And it's like and they, they heard you, and they were like, we gotta we gotta put him in his place. Yeah, we gotta put him in his place and tell Gomez to shut up and just enjoy the ride. And honestly, I mean, let's just start from the beginning. We got Black Widow coming out May first, two thousand twenty. So before. Um, we started this episode. I did some research, you know, the Disney Fox release date, and everything's pretty much lined up with uh, the dates. Because I was trying to look if there was any missing dates they didn't talk about, but 2021 yeah. all covered, except you know 2022. Because Phase Four, if you guys should know, it's not that long, like Phase One, Two, and Three. It's actually only two years in length. So remember when you look at that, um, the Phase Four schedule, that's within two two years, and that's gonna be a lot of content. But in the Fox Disney release schedule, including Phase 4, there's a release date for 2-18-2022, which is February, May 6, 2022, and 7-29-2022, so that's July. Um, But yeah, like it's just, 
Oh, it's just there's so much content. You know, Black Widow. I'm actually hyped about it now for some reason, even though I didn't uh, hear much. I mean, just the fact. I mean, I love David Harbour. So the fact mm-hmm. that he's in it, I love Rachel Wise. So like, it's it's got a super. I mean, Scar. And you know, I mean, Scarlett Johansson is great. You know, so mm-hmm. it has a really strong cast. Um, and you know, if it's if it if it if it starts pulling into that Winter Soldier spy thriller film, you know, you can't beat that. Like that was, you know, that's I love that. I love that film. I love everything about it. So if that's what they're doing, and then and it, and I feel like I feel like you and I were pretty upfront in the you know a couple months you know a couple of shows ago that one of the reasons we were kind of like not that excited about it was because we don't want to see. I'm not interested in a straight up prequel. Mm-hmm. We already see. We know what happens to her. Like a prequel doesn't really. Okay, she was in the, the like. If I want a, a prequel, I can watch Red Sparrow, which is still a crappy exactly. film, but it's but it's still basically the same premise. So I don't think, I think we were very much like, okay, I don't need, I don't need a prequel. So the fact that this does uh, take place relatively, you know, current, it takes place between uh, civil war, and infinity war, mm-hmm. that, that, that I feel like that is another reason why we're excited because it gives us a chance to be like, okay, what we, this is a character that we know um, we enjoy in the present. What else is going on in the present? It's just, it's one of those things where like you, you do, you know, you want to see what's going on now. Like you don't, you just, you don't have that much interest in seeing what's happened in the past because we already know the outcome of that. Yeah, it, you perfectly nailed it. And the thing is, let's think back into you know between Civil War, which is confirmed between Civil War, Infinity War. This was confirmed by David Harper, who mentioned it in an interview. We don't know what the hell happened in between then, and it's what it's how much time, like how much time has passed? Do you remember between? Um, because they were, remember, they were convicts, and then pretty much they were wanted. Um, I think, was it like four years, five years? I feel like it was a long time. Well, Civil War takes place in 2016, doesn't it? Is it 2016? Yeah. Or is it? Is it? I, I feel like they mentioned it in um, Infinity War. Like, it's been a long, like, blank years. Like, I forget the scene. It's when they were talking to um, General Rhodes, and like... Not General Rhodes. Um, who's the general in Hulk? Incredible Hulk. Uh, Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah, Ross. Ross. General Ross. And I, I felt like, um, you know, War Machine was talking to Cap and Falcon, and they mentioned it. But like, just the fact that like, we don't know what happened in between then, because they're and on the run. Sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, what because, were you gonna say? Uh, because with the way Civil War ends, uh, I mean, I'm, well, it makes sense because what is it? Winter, so- Winter Soldier ends with them outing all of Shield's secrets, right? So like, yes. it ends with. Black Widow's like history being put out there. Exactly. So like anything after Winter Soldier, it makes sense that there would be some like shit going down between her and like her past. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a pretty neat detail. Yeah, like the re- we get to face the facts of the reality of the repercussions that happened with the Shield leak. You know that'd be really cool. And plus, like I want this movie to be like John Wick. You know, which I'm expecting because you know Black Widow's fighting style is like a lucha libre type of like all grappling and throws, mm-hmm. which is great. And the fact that like they they hinted, you know, well they pretty much said Taskmaster's the evil villain, and they did show some concept art, which pretty, looks pretty cool. But like, of course, we got to see it in film. Yeah. Um. But like my go- my dream, my goal for this movie personally. I mean, we're going to see all these movies and we're going to see the streaming servers. But like mm-hmm. what I want to get from this is I want the I want this movie to make her death so much more impactful emotionally. Mm-hmm. So when That's I re that. when I rewatch Endgame, I'm gonna be like damn, damn, like damn, like she like sacrificed her life, she's really trying to change her life, you know, like she 
I'm assuming you guys saw Endgame. Like, she died because she wanted to, you know, make things right for once instead of doing the wrong thing. So, like, you, like, build off what you said with Red Sparrow. Like, this is going to be it. But, like, the MCU version, it's going to be in good hands. You know, they got a good female director. Like you said, good cast. Um, To add on, David Harbour is Red Guardian. That's his character. And pretty much he, the best way he said it was, like, the Soviet version of Captain America. So that's very interesting. Um, Some of the female cast members were saying, like, even the clip they showed, like, they were referring to sell each other as sis and sisters and shit like that. So it's kind of like, remember that little that little preview we got with Age of Ultron? Like, I can't wait for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, like, extended for, like, a two-hour movie. And I don't know. I just, like, I, my mind has been changed, and I'm like, okay, I'm down for this Black Widow movie. And I need a Black Widow hat like everybody else because they all got free hats. Um, but Yeah, she is- has a cool emblem. Yeah, she does. And this has been so due for a while. I don't know what took so long, but I mean, I, either way, I like how the th- way things turned out, you know, this phase, like it, it was just, it was going to happen, but it's better be, it's better to be late than never, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anything else you want to talk about for Black Widow before I move on? No, no. Um, like you I mean, just to sum it up, we, we weren't excited because of the aspect of it being a prequel. But now that we know it has prequel aspects, but also it takes place more or less in the modern modern day MCU. Um, it's 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 exciting to see. And I, and I totally agree. I want to I want to I want it to fill in enough of Black Widow's gaps that when you see her sacrifice, sacrifice herself in Endgame, you go, damn. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. I'm now. Oh, man. So, um, I'm yeah, I'm excited for it. And I'm hoping it's very, like you said, John Wick, crazy action scene, stunt coordination from Civil War, Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what do you think about that scene, though, the Endgame scene where she died? Because I I I felt something I did. Um, but like some people I talk to, they're like, okay, someone die already. Cause you know how they were just like stopping <laughs> each other from jumping off the yeah, cliff. I don't know yeah. if they're fucked up, but like, it's just like, I'm just curious of like how you felt when you watched it. Cause I, 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 felt mean, I, was, some- on, I was on the edge of my seat. I was like, oh, yeah. I, was like, uh, I mean, I knew it was going to happen to her. I knew yeah. it was going to happen to her between her getting a, another, between her getting a film that takes place before the film. So she's safe, like her character's kind of safe. Um, and then Hawkeye also being safe. Cause I knew they wanted to do more with him and with the Disney plus, uh, mm. I, I kind of I knew it was her, but I, I appreciate them going back and forth. I, I I didn't mind it. I thought it was I thought it was neat. Yeah, I think the just a flashback to Endgame. Like I think to me that was like the least impactful to me because obviously Cap and Iron Man were like the main. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? But like that's that's yeah. like unfair competition. You know what I mean? Like these, yeah. those are yeah. those are those are the two biggest bullets in the gun. So and they didn't like they hit, maybe she had her solo film earlier. We would have been more attached. Would, like you know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? yeah, that's yeah, why exactly. we were attached to them. Yeah, I'm just curious of like why it didn't happen. You know, like we'll never be behind the scenes like that. But you know, trust in Feige, it's still going uh, hot. Yeah. Um, but like, even, like just even before we like move on to the next topic, like obviously you can see Phase Four. It doesn't have an Avengers movie, and Feige went on record saying this is about new beginnings, and he just kind of wanted to build up the new characters and you know build off the you know. The, the current ones as well so that's why like you know thor is there dr strange you know saying she's the new one um wandavision's getting you know wandavision's its own thing but it's like you know current characters just building off of that but if we go on the falcon and the winter soldier you know the official logo came out and that release is in fall 2020 on disney plus so the coolest thing was about the logo is that it showed the captain america shield front and center right. um you know, Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan both walked out. Mackie had the shield in his hand, 
and he gave it to Sebastian to hold it and hold it, and then he gave it around to other people. So the cool thing was like, um, it's not confirmed that he's obviously Captain America, but you know, it's kind of there. Um, you know, Anthony Mackie even confirmed that he tried the suit already in his Ooh. house. So that's awesome. And like, I think with the biggest like reveal for that was that we're actually getting Baron Zemo, which is great. It's um, wild, man. Yeah, because Daniel Brühl was Zemo, and you know a lot of people didn't like it because you know it didn't flesh out the character it was in the comics. But listen, trust in Feige. The seed was planted, it's growing, and now he's Baron Zemo. And they had a clip where the uh, purple mask, <laughs> purple mask. That's it. It's like that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You don't have to say anything. Um, Daniel, it was like a clip of Daniel Brühl talking to the, talking to the audience, like I'll see you soon, and they throws on a purple mask. And I kind of want to see that because, you know, comics converting to film i wonder Don't. how that's gonna look yeah you know? yeah yeah um i think it's fine but i'm excited for falcon and winter soldier and it's the first it's the primary you know first marvel series to go to disney plus but what are your thoughts on you know all these like news and you know just this coming out flat out with the captain america shield on the logo uh it's everything that i expected and everything i wanted from a, a falcon and winter soldier like those like they're tied by captain america they're tied by steve rogers the, and the legacy of captain america is ingrained both of them yeah i definitely i like that falcon is is now captain america i like that um you know he got the shield but i also like the idea that they, they're so intrinsically tied to to they're both so intrinsically tied to that character that they it's like it's like you it's honestly it's like you and me like you know what i'm saying we became friends to a mutual friend yeah, and it's yeah. like oh, that's it's true. just you carry is this is it's it's neat because you get to see them like deal with that legacy and carry that legacy and become friends of their own and deal with this shit on their own and um I, honestly yeah. I, I think it's probably my i'm i'm gonna be honest it's it might be my favorite uh disney plus um you know Agreed. release yeah i love i love i love mackie i love stan um i thought bro was fantastic like all three of them i'm 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 beyond i'm so excited to get more of them i i, I love that i love the actors i love their characters um I want it. I wish it was. I honestly wish it was earlier because I just I want to see this so bad. And I'm like, and yeah, I'm just excited for this. Is the I agree too because I I am very excited for this. And this is the mo when I'm looking at the list, it is the most, um, you know, ex most excited property for Disney Plus. And then second to that is WandaVision for me. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's it's funny because when we hark back to Civil War and we saw the you know the chemistry between Winter Soldier and Falcon, it took like a couple seconds. You know what I mean? So, like, the scene with Spider-Man and they were fighting uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon, like, that was funny because it was, like, a buddy cop thing. The scene where um, Emily Van Camp is kissing Steve Rogers mm -hmm. and, you know, <laughs> Winter Soldier and Falcon are in the car saying, yo, can you move your seat? He's like, no. Yeah. Like, yeah. it took, like, little things like that and you can easily make this, like, a 90s, like, buddy cop film. Well, yeah, I'm, absolutely. I'm absolutely. just going to call it a film. I'm just gonna call it a film. You know, I mean, like, that's basically what it is. Yeah, it's, it's an it it's an eight hour movie. I guess it's the budget is is enough. The budget and the fact that it's it's these film actors. I mean, it end up the the it ain't how cheap. much effort. Yeah, it ain't cheap. It ain't cheap because they don't they didn't you know release the logistics. But guys, if if you haven't heard in the previous episodes, you know the Mandalorian, which is another Disney Plus uh, show. You know, there was a reported budget of fifteen million per ep like about fifteen million per episode. So like Disney's not running short on these budgets at all because they know it's going to deliver and obviously streaming's the future i think it's the most budget-friendly way because you don't really have to do that much marketing 
and they're getting um, their it's directly they're getting direct money it's not like the, the mm-hmm. theaters where the film that the theaters get a cut and you have to you know what i'm saying this is going straight into their pocket yeah it's just it's unbelievable because when once november hits it's like they're gonna have so much money especially with the price of six dollars a month all right right year, like who's not gonna month, subscribe yeah, to that? who's not gonna subscribe that's like dirt cheap and i think they could afford it because one it's disney and they already bought fox and you know star wars land's already open like they're they're just they can take the risk um but that's like a like that the fact that it's six dollars can reach any demographic of family yep. do you know what i mean like you got your netflix and then you have a family of kids disney's the reliable source besides you know like you don't look at hulu as a family mecca for content yeah. but um falcon and winter soldier i'm excited i feel like i mean obviously falcon's gonna be captain america but i feel like they're gonna be interchanging the shield i agree Do you know what i mean yeah. um just like the scene from civil war like with winter soldier and cap like oh you throw the shield i could come in the nuts you throw the shield like like that type of dbz style like yeah interchanging. um but yeah i mean we have a while the fact that okay so the fact that it's 2020 and 2021 i'm, I'm kind of just impatient with all this and yet again we have d23 and if you guys don't know what d23 is it's like disney's own comic-con event and they kind of just talk about their movie releases i still think there's a lot of properties that they haven't announced because at the end of the panel feige did say we didn't have time to talk about you know captain marvel 2 black panther 2 you know fantastic four and he said we didn't get to talk about mutants so there's just so much more content that and guardians 3 and guardians 3 yeah we didn't even get to touch on that um so like next property which is in um november 5th 2020 is the eternals and pretty much they had the cast come out and angelina jolie was there obviously because you know she's been a long time talking but you know what interested me was that millie bobby brown wasn't there uh she did say in an interview that she she wasn't like she she didn't have awareness that she was like in a marvel movie but you know how actors can lie and stuff but maybe it's down the line um but like there's no keanu reeves i want a keanu reeves yo i forgot about that i did forget about that oh yeah damn i wonder where keanu is gonna drop off see that would if he if they showed keanu reeves walk in that would even top it you know and then he goes you're breathtaking (laughs) yeah Oh just redo uh, E3. Yeah, exactly. So he would have Cyberpunk, and now Keanu Reeves dropping the mic at Marvel Studios. Like, that'd be ridiculous. But, like, yet again, we, we both don't know much about Eternals, and this could be our new Guardians of the Galaxy, like we said before. Um, I can't really say much, because... Yeah, and I, f- I feel like we've talked so much about it in the past. It's just like, they didn't, yeah. We got the cast, but we didn't get much Any else. Any details. Got, there, there was one concept art, and it's just like... You know, like the more of the celestials that we, you know, we know of. So, it's. I mean, it, it's it's cool. It's different. I mean, we have to. There's not much to go off of. So it'll be interesting to see what yeah. it's about. But I, I just, I, I just worry about Eternals because I don't know what that's gonna, you know, add to the power scale. Because guys, if you don't know, it, a little brief talk about the Eternals is pretty much they're like gods and they've been alive for thousands of years. So I'm kind of like wondering. If we're going to go that path, like we're talking about like immortal beings, like that's just, that's a huge step. That's like another You can't get much more powerful than Captain Marvel, man. Shit, they that, had a side. <laughs> yeah, right? Like I'm just like it kind of if they're going to have characters this strong, how are they going to match up with the pre- like, you know, the other characters that are like 
uh, let's say Hulk or Black Panther, you know, Captain America. Like, it's just like, how are they even going to compare in the same league? But Eternals is a mystery to me. Um, it's cool to see an Asian director directing Chloe Zhao. And, you know, pretty much not much happened, in my opinion, for the panel. And Angela Jolie just came in saying, hey, I'm really proud to be here. And, like, I'm going to work said, 10 times She said, listen, I'm harder. Angela Jolie, baby. That's all I need to know. That's all you need to know. I have, like, 50 adopted kids, and I'm going to rock this movie. And then there yeah, you go. Yeah, exactly. That's all she did. But, like, this ne- – you're good to move on, right? Because I don't really have yeah, much to Yeah, because we talked about Eternals before. I mean, there's not much to go off of. Yeah. So the next Pretty one is – yeah, it would definitely be interesting. But, like, the next one is February 12, 2021. I'm very excited for this. Yeah. So, Shang-Chi, um, The Legend of the Ten Rings. Dude, I told you this. Like, what if Shang-Chi was tied to the Mandarin? Because, like, I read um, Shang-Chi's history and his dad's, like, the bad guy, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, the Mandarin's an Asian guy. We haven't really talked about it. And he's been showing up in cameos, like, with the tattoos and stuff in, like, Ant-Man. And it's happening. I was just like, I fucking called it. I called yeah. it, like I knew it, but like, how do you feel about that? The fact that if you want to attract people to Shang Chi, you're gonna make it a quote unquote Iron Man sequel. Like, what? How do you? What do you think about that? Um, it's hard because like we're so it, it's such a genius move, and it and we're so excited for it. But it does, you know, it it, it does get you to a point where like oh, another Iron Man tie in, like. Uh, I can't. It's just like it's 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 just like far from home. I can't yeah. be mad because it's so genius, but it's at the same time it's like we've got to stop. You know that well is getting is gonna get dry. It, it's basically as is dry. Like we can't get much more out of it. You gotta kind of step off the you know Iron Man train. Yeah, I I'm in complete agreement, and it's funny because so like, smart you can't get mad. <laughs> I that yeah I can't get mad either, and I'm I'm like everything you said I agree with because. Shang-Chi, you think, oh, martial artists. But, like, what's this going to add to the universe? Oh, the Ten Rings. So you mean the group that got Tony Stark and, you know, who's doing, arm like, arms trades behind the, behind the scenes. So, like, this just adds to the MCU by connecting even more of the story. Like, I feel like if we watch this film, we're going to get a Far From Home moment where it's like, oh, it's connected to this Iron Man one, like or it's connected to this yeah, movie. Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. We're gonna be wowed. Um uh, but I don't know, I'm very excited and they didn't really have like new pe well the the new person they did announce who the Mandarin's gonna be played by, but they did ca- cast Shang Chi, which is Simu Lu. I don't know if I'm saying that right. But he looks like a cool guy. I mean have you seen his interview like at the panel? I didn't. I didn't see his interview. No, but they they did. They did. I think they did say who was playing Mandarin. Yeah, I forget. I didn't have his name on me. Um, I'll look it up real quick. But yeah, Shang Chi was casted, and yeah, you got to watch the panel. Like he's charismatic. He's kind of like Tony Stark. Like you know, he has an attitude, and he's he's likable. That's the point. Um, That's good. But what the crazy part was this: when he was on the mic, he was like, "This is unbelievable." Blah blah blah. Like I can't believe I'm up here right now because he casted for he he was he he applied for the role on sunday and was casted on tuesday that's so wild can you imagine like how fast of a change that was for him to be like oh nice job like you got the job come to comic-con where it's like kind of intimidating when you have like seventy thousand people in front of you and you're carrying this franchise um but i think it's such a great move because it's really tying tying the roots and the knots together with the marvel universe 
I you think like Shang Chi's gonna have like some sort of superpower? Because I gotta like see how he matches up with everyone else. Because he's in the yeah, comics, I'm he doesn't sure have, have powers. Some sort of like I'm sure he, I'm sure they'll give him like a small like boost in the fact that like he'll have some mystical something or other. Yeah, I just whatever. You, I feel like they have a right to change it up because I first off he's not a big character. Um, I don't think he's had. From what I recall, like he doesn't had like a recent rerun on comics, but yeah, I don't think so either. I'm interested. Um, yeah, I was gonna ask you, like, have you seen like any runs on him? Because I don't think we've had anything. Like, he was big in the '70s, and that's about it. You know, that's his prime time. The only but... thing I remember, you know, the biggest thing I remember is uh, which we talked about before, Spider, like after Spider Island or after whatever when Spider when Peter lost his 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 Peter Tingle and he had a train. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So besides that. I'm excited for it, and you know they actually casted Aquafina, who's actually in the movie now, which is great because I pretty much said this, this is going to be the fucking crazy rich Asian crazy of <laughs> violence. So I'm excited for that. Like, why not? Like, we already had crazy rich Asians. Let's get another one. But we need to get Keanu a film that represents him. Marvel, like, step it up. Uh, come on, man, give me something. Yeah, step it up. But I mean, I got nothing else to say about Shang Chi. I'm just excited. I. Especially that the fact that we got the real Mandarin, because um, you know the Iron Man three was like a controversy because the Mandarin, especially and like All Hail the King, the skit was pretty cool, and they did reference like the real Mandarin. But it, it took like when did Iron Man three come out? Let's see. Um, yeah, it's just crazy that a that a uh, uh, one shot set this up like a one shot revealed that the Mandarin was real and like set it up for him to be a player in the MCU later on. Yeah, Iron Man 3 came out in 2013. So that's, that's wild. Six, six years ago. Holy crap. And it's funny because Iron Man 3 on Rotten Tomatoes have a 79% and a 62% Metacritic, so that's a shame. Um, whatever, it's Shane Black. I thought he would do better, but it just didn't feel like Iron Man. Um, but anyways, Shang-Chi, Keanu, any like, final thoughts on that? Uh, it, I want... I am. Oh, you know, I am excited. It, it, I want to know if like is Mandarin going to have the ten rings? Is he going to have like that crazy ass? You know, powers. having to, yeah, like that's going to yeah. be cr- crazy if if that's the case. That's the thing. Like, are they going to have magic like Fing Fang Foom, like the dragon and stuff? Like, I need to see like something like contact art. Like, I don't know. We there's so much. Okay, they released a lot with Marvel Phase Four, but they still at the same time didn't tell us a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And. Remember, this is um you know 2020 2021 timing, so this is this film's gonna be released in 2021. It just sucks because you're not gonna see Iron Man matched up with the Mandarin, which was his real villain. But it still works, you know what I mean? Like it, the MCU is different. We got past that, but I'm okay with Mandarin not facing Iron Man. Um, but how's this tied to the bigger picture? We'll see. We'll find out. But, you know, spring 2021, Disney Plus is having WandaVision, which I said earlier, this is like my second most anticipated Disney streaming service um, film. I'll say film. Because I heard heard it's really weird. That's what everyone's saying. Like it's That's just what they, yeah they said that they they were like yo we're gonna get we're gonna get real weird in here yeah like really weird and I'm like okay it's new and the coolest thing I heard from like articles that WandaVision this is jumping ahead but like whatever WandaVision leaks into Doctor Strange the sequel so ah oh, that's dope which is like you have it's so see it's an it's an incentive for people to wa- watch Disney Plus. Do you know what I mean? Like you're yeah, gonna have yeah, yeah. you're gonna have our money. So 
they said that like you need to watch WandaVision to get not to get it, but like it it continue that it'll, it'll have a payoff. Yeah, it'll end in a way that it leaks into Doctor Strange, you know, into the multiverse of madness. So that's like that's perfect. And I don't know if I was talking to you a long time ago. Actually, well, I'll save that. I'll save that. But yeah, WandaVision's supposed to be weird. And she's gonna be like they're gonna they're gonna we're gonna find out why they call her the Scarlet Witch. And they never referenced her as the Scarlet Witch. Like they mentioned like, oh, the witch, like once in like Age of Ultron. And um that's about it. But like what are your thoughts on WandaVision? Because I'm I'm really pumped, man. Like I don't know okay. what it is, but whatever. Oh yeah, I'm so pumped. And um I love I love Elizabeth Olsen. I think she does a great job with the character. Um uh Division is a cool character and the 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 series sounds really cool. I want I love you know, I love Doom Patrol. I love anything that's out there. I love anything that's that's a good show and and they get weird but they do it for the right reason. Like and they, they do it the right way. So because of that, I'm super pumped to see this. And I'm also, as a designer, you know, there's certain there's certain a- uh, aesthetic aspects that I really enjoy. And, you know, the whole, there's a rumor and the logo kind of matches it that WandaVision is going to kind of get like 1950s, 1960s, like with, I don't know if it's mm-hmm. a real, like, you know, getting in Wanda's head or Vision's head. And it's going to create like a, a little like time warp to that time period. But I mean, I love that aesthetic. So I'm, I'm if it's anything close to it, I'll be... I'll be very happy watching it, and I think that's and I think it's beyond cool to like watch if we watch Wandavision and because it comes out spring 2021, and and as we're about to get into Doctor Strange comes out 2021 spring, it'll be really cool if you watch Wandavision and like it literally just is like oh all right now we got to go see Doctor Strange it's gonna it's like it's it's going hand in hand. Yeah, like watch like watch it before a Thursday night screening. That'd be like even awesome. the red even the red of like the of the logo kind of like, similar. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, because like we never. I've been saying this like after Endgame, Scarlet Witch can kick ass. Like she can, oh my gosh, single-handedly yeah. kick the shit out of Thanos. And in the comics, she's so strong. You know, with like House of M, she's so strong, and we didn't really touch her hexes and you know chaos magic. So it's like she needs her justice because like I know as we're we're trying to focus on Captain Marvel, you know. But Wanda was, you know, Wanda was there. She was like, like the OG, like yeah, power train. she was OG and yeah, and we didn't get her attention on like really on Ultron. She was kind of like a side character, and along with Pietro. But like, it's it's great that we're seeing Widow get their attention, and also Wanda. Like finally, like now we instead of like, like hey guys, like sorry we didn't have a Wanda movie, but like here's a whole season of like movie quality content for her. Right. And like, but like when I hear Wanda Vision, I know Vision's gonna be in it, but like, what if it, the the title's misleading? It's like actual like Wanda's Vision. You know what I mean? Yeah like, yeah, like what you said, like a different reality. Like, because when I see that, I think of like Inception, like where she doesn't know her reality that she's in ooh, in, in, in another like universe in her mind. Like, you, like adding ooh. off of you, like she doesn't know what's real. Because what if we tap into the Vision comic where it's like Vision's family, like she's in an alternate reality that she made that she like maybe some look like they're pretty overt and they're like, okay, this is not my reality. But then there's like another reality, like it's so similar, but like. She's probably like in like an inception, like in a dream within a dream. She's kind of like, oh my god, is this real? That'd be so crazy. That's dope. I want it. That, that's what I wanted. And plus, like the fact that, um, I so we'll talk about WandaVision and Doctor Strange in hand. Like we'll start to bleed into that. Doctor Strange is gonna have Wanda in it, and I I said this before. Like we need to have Scarlet Witch team up with Doctor Strange because one, it would help the movie like in general, and two, like they're both magic users. Like so, Wanda's kind of been like using magic without practice and if she can mm-hmm. like 
harness it and Doctor Strange teaches her, boom, there you go. Like, this is the MCU. Let the characters work in each other's films, and especially, like, a character that's Scarlet Witch, like, who's a smaller character, unfortunately, we can give her her justice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, let's, like, talk about Doctor Strange. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Because they said it's the first horror. <sighs> I love it. I want it right now. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm a huge fan of horror. I'm a huge fan of gothic, gothic literature, gothic romance, gothic that, gothic architecture. Um, so the fact that this film is going to get real freaky, I'm like, yeah, sign me up. I want to see him go to like a alternate universe and just like get mind melded and like the psychedelics from the first film. It's mm-hmm. like just sign me the hell up. Yeah, I'm excited because one, Scott Derrickson's coming back, and two, I just want them to expand on that world because I feel like. Doctor Strange in the first one, it was an okay film. I felt like it was just so limited because it was like his powers were weak because obviously it's an origin story. Yeah. But now that he's like mastered it, we can get in the nitty gritty. And I heard Nightmare for a long time was going to be the villain. Um, it's funny because Mysterio, you know, he's talking about the multiverse and the multiverse is brought up again. This so, time for real. Like for real. For real. And I'm excited because who like if we if we delve into the multiverse imagine the cameos that we could get possibly like potentially mm-hmm. like that could be ri- ridiculous and it can like it could be a cameo for like other marvel properties that we wouldn't even consider um but the thing that st- stood out the most was the horror aspect because i don't know if i i misheard this like a long time ago before dr strange was coming into production. I felt like they said that they were going to do it a horror inspired. They did because Scott is originally a horror film director. You did. Yeah, he, you remember that correctly. They did say that they, he was going to try to put that spin on it. Yeah. So I kind of like won't. This is me right now. I don't believe it till I see it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Because they did. Okay. So yeah, the fact that you helped, like you know, agree with my statement and that I'm not crazy and mishear it. I need to see, like, because when I look at Doctor Strange, the first film, it wasn't horror. There's was just magic. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. But yet again, if it's, if they're going to go a horror route and keep it PG-13, I'm thinking like a Conjuring type of horror film. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would love that. If they went balls out, like Conjuring scary, but with like, you know, action scenes. Oh, my God. Like, you would honestly would bring so much flavor to the MCU. Like, you would be so distinct. Like, the political thriller of Winter Soldier. Like, this would be definitive for, like, it to be in the magic scene and horror scene that, you know, new mutants wouldn't take up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, But they already said they're going to have some of that humor, too. So I'm like, uh, who knows? It doesn't need it. It doesn't need it. I don't get it. I told you this at, I told you this at the restaurant yesterday. I was like, Guardians f- messed it up for everyone, in a way, because everyone's trying to do that G- uh, James Gunn humor. You know what I mean? Like I know, yeah, t- absolutely. T- Tony Stark had it. He had it. I agree. Like Favreau had that humor, blah blah blah. But that's to- that. That's what made Iron Man special. But now that like Guardians happened, it kind of bled into every property. Like Thor has it. Spider Man obviously has it. Like it's just, I feel like Marvel's kind of losing their identity with some stuff and it feels mm-hmm. repetitive but hearing the this news is giving me hope but i still have to see how every film turns out because i was ex- okay so when black panther came out i didn't like black panther i don't know it was kind of weird it was okay Th- thought it was a little too hyped for its own like good and i thought the trailer was better than black panther because they were hyping it up to be like 
hip hop based, like serious, mm-hmm. and you know Kendrick Lamar in it, and like you know the scene where he's using his kinetic energy in the car scene, the car chasing yeah, on the bridge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it looked awesome, and it had like you know Run the Jewels playing the music in the background. I'm like, oh my god, this is gonna be so badass. But then when I watched a movie, it's like MCU music, and I'm like, it's so cheesy. Like I don't <laughs> something doesn't fit. But like I mean, do you like what do you do you agree with me? Like what I'm trying to say because I kind of feel like it's kind of plateauing in some in like theme wise, where like they're trying to like bleed into each other with the comedy, and they need to tone it down and be distinct. Yeah, I mean, Demar, the MCU has always been known for his humor, and I, I, I mean, it were it's always worked. But at the same time, like they, I just, you know, you're on phase four. I'm not saying you don't have to have. I don't have to say you have to be Justice League dark, but like, or you know, like Man of Steel dark. But you've got to give us some content that is that's like, okay, like this is like some like I don't know, like I enjoy like they're all like every actor is so naturally charismatic that you can't like when they tell a joke you can't help but like it. But at the same time, I want something totally different. I want something totally and tonally different. I want something mm-hmm. that's gonna be like. Okay, like that was some serious stuff that went down. Like this was some high. Like because you know, even you know, I love Endgame, I love Infinity War, but because you love those characters and those characters love each other, the banter naturally happens. Like you can't even you can't even not write the banter. It's gonna naturally happen. So I can't directly fault them for for that. But mm-hmm. now since you have these single films where you don't have these like five or six characters who always joke around with each other who always know each other you have the opportunity to give us a film that is tonally different and gives us like that you know at the edge of our seat what's gonna happen next you know uh, this is some serious stuff going down yeah i just i think what makes the avengers so like okay so let's think of the og avengers like the core you know the four you know minus black widow and hawkeye they're they're so great because they're so different. You have a super soldier, you have you know a billionaire genius, and you have a raging monster, and you have a god. Like, I was playing Ultimate Alliance today, and I played with the you know the OG Avengers. I'm like, they're so good because they're so different, mm-hmm. and that diversity is key. But like, you know, just that Guardians of the Galaxy Iron Man humor, it's good. But like, keep it for Guardians, so it keeps that flavor fresh and then keep it for iron man if you were to quote unquote come back or something you know what i mean make it unique for that like i'm kind of hoping like shang chi isn't like a comedy i hope it's like serious you I know agree. what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. It, if they did that like a, a crouching tiger hidden dragon movie with like comedy i'm like that doesn't that doesn't it doesn't work appeal right. to me yeah it doesn't appeal to people and it's like if it doesn't fit it doesn't fit like black widow i see that being serious you know like yeah i can't see it not being like you know what i'm saying i can't see that how 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 could you that that like the character has never has never been super jokey. Mm-hmm. Her, her her history is a serious history. Is she was you know brainwashed and crap. The taskmaster, you know the guy has a freaking scoffer. Like you know this is all pretty edgy stuff. So I mean, yeah. if they insert that humor in there, it's gonna feel out of place. I think so at least. Yeah, it is gonna feel out of place. And like okay, so I'm looking at the schedule. Even though there's some properties we haven't talked about yet, I only think the humor should belong to Thor. A little bit to Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and that's about it. I mean, maybe in the What If, but that's yeah, different. like an episode or two. Yeah, oh Hawkeye, Hawkeye, in Hawkeye too. Yeah, I could see a little bit in there. With we'll get to it, but yeah, I can see a yeah, little yeah. bit in there. So those three, like that's it. Yeah, you know, that's where the humor should be, and I think we need it now because it's 
if you re- if you really want to set the tone and make the phase four stand out without an avengers film like you need to really like stick to your guns and be di- like bold um i hope eternals isn't guardians you know i want it to be new and this i guess like this is gonna be like the answer for the um um inhumans so it's kind of a shame because like the release date for the inhumans kind of passed like a couple of weeks ago or a couple of days ago <laughs> yeah and it, it should have happened but it didn't uh, yeah it's a shame that they should have made the film man i think it would have been a really interesting film I mean, it's a shame it didn't happen i think we needed it would have been cool Honestly, it would have been really cool. And hold on, someone's calling me on Facebook. Who that? Who that? Who that? It's, it's my aunt. I'll edit it out. But that's I didn't hear it. Oh, okay, it's weird. She tried to Facebook call me. But anyways, um, she wants to talk to you about Phase Four. No, she doesn't want to talk about Phase Four. <laughs> I'm not even gonna edit that out. But I'm just be like, nah. Sorry, aunt, if you're gonna listen to this, but I really doubt it. <laughs> um, Doctor Strange cool let's let's make it conjuring but with action like that'd be so cool like let's scare some kids like because the kid, let's if, scare if, some damn let's kids. scare some kids. <laughs> seriously think about it phase one iron man if you're a kid and you're watching it you're you're an adult now you're 18 you know what i mean you're, yeah you're a grown-ass kid like as much as you want to cater to kids like you can there's a big chunk of your audience that is 18 and over or 16 and over. You know what I mean? There's still kids that are 12 and 13 watching ra- like, you know, radar, like older adult content. Cause you know, streaming stranger things is a hit and it's not ra- It's not PG 13. If you think about it. Yeah. Put the, a not, this last, this last season, man, that body horror, that, that David Cronenberg's the fly. Like, that shit yeah, was, that it was, shit literally, was it's literally the thing with like, yeah, it was literally like the thing and like the fly in the hospital. You know what yeah, I mean? Definitely. Like, but like that's the thing, it's it's changing the landscape, and I think that like Marvel should consider like, hey, our audience is, you know, it's mainly like, it yeah, you're supposed to cater to your kids because this, this is quote unquote you know kid stuff or, which I don't think it is, um, but they should really adapt to their demographics of the older crowd. But moving on, spring 2021, Disney Plus Loki, it's going to be following the Loki that took the Tesseract. Not much was said. I'm excited. But it's like it's it's kind of the Loki from Avengers One, so like how fresh and like different of an attitude and lookout lookout in life he has. I wonder how it's gonna turn out. Like, does he run into Cap? Because remember, Cap needs to get all the stones back. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, he has to return them. Like, I can't really say much on this either. Like I said, Marvel showed so much at the same time they didn't. Um, Tom Hiddleston was like obviously there at the panel. A bunch of people were there actually. Um, but Keanu, like, what do you want to add to like Loki two thousand twenty one coming in Disney Plus? Uh, you know, I'm I'm apprehensive just because I love Loki. I love Tom Hiddleston, but the fact that this is like Loki from the Avengers, uh, I like one of the reasons I really like Loki is because he finally started to have some character development. Like he he was stunted for a little bit where he kept like acting like he was gonna help out and then just kept being a douche. And like I really like, I mean, and 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 I know his I know that's his character, like his character in the comics and his history, but I just liked that he had an actual character arc like he he was he was annoying he was like he kept being the annoying stepbrother he was rude he was a villain and he slowly redeemed himself and so like for us to go for us to go back to that um like is he gonna is he gonna are we gonna see him go through that that transformation again in his own way by or are we just gonna see him be a a villain the whole time like i don't know like i i want to 
I love the character. I love the actor. So I've, I mean, of course I'm going to watch it. We'd like you said, we watch everything, but um, I'm just, I'm, I'm a little apprehensive because I want to see what, you know, how they're going to do it, how they're going to do, you know, I mean, I, it is really interesting because it's going to take place in a splinter timeline. So like, that's going to mm-hmm. be super, that's going to be super interesting. But I, I also hope that it's not just more of like, of, of, of old Loki. Cause we've had enough of old Loki. I'm just curious of like how Marvel's going to carry on its future. Cause you're not only talking about one timeline, you're talking about multiple timelines. You know what I mean? The potential is unlimited. Yeah. Yeah. Like obviously you can bring down, you can say like the Fantastic Four or X-Men are in a different universe, or you can say like you can do a Miles Morales incarnation that's live action easily just because of Endgame. Endgame started so much. But like I want to ask you this, like so out of all the Disney Plus streaming services, like what are your what's your order from your least favorite to your most like most, you know, anticipated show or movie you're looking forward to? Because, okay, I'll read it off again. Falcon, Winter Soldier, WandaVision, what if Loki and Hawkeye? Uh, so it goes the Falcon, Winter Soldier. It's tough. Hawkeye, mm-hmm. WandaVision, Loki, what if? And Hawkeye and WandaVision are like neck and neck. And the only reason I'm choosing Hawkeye is because two reasons. One, we're going to get Elizabeth Olsen and Doc- Doctor Strange. So I get can get my fix there. Um, and two... I love I just I, I love Jeremy Renner. I think he's a great actor. I think he's I think he does a phenomenal job of Hawkeye. I think Hawkeye is a is a completely underrated character. Underrated. Yeah. Um, and then like the like the fact that I have to read it, but like it's based it like the logo's from Matt Fraction's run, and it's it has Kate, it has Kate Bishop, and like I heard phenomenal things about that run, mm-hmm. and so it's like yeah, like that. I, you know, I, I love Lethal Weapon. I love, I love, like, I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. So, like, Winter Soldier. The, the reason Cap for the Falcon Winter Soldier is number one is because I love that buddy cop aspect. I love the actors. Um, and so, similarly in Hawkeye, I love, um, I love Jeremy Renner and whoever they chose, they chose Kate Bishop. I'm just gonna trust Marvel. And so, I'm sure they have a, a great dynamic. And, and I just, I love that. So, it, it Hawkeye just, you know, barely makes it over WandaVision because that fact. And then I already, I already told you about Loki. And then that just leaves what if, and I'm, it's not that I'm not excited. It's just it's an animated series, so it's always going to be a little bit less, you know. Yeah, I think I'm exciting. like similar. I'm similar to you, but I have WandaVision as second, and then Hawkeye, and then Loki. Because yet again, I didn't read that run of Hawkeye, but I hear you know, I all I hear is good things about Kate Bishop and like how they you know pass the torch of everything. And it was cool because the logo is based on the. Com- it was literally when I told you, I was like, I saw it. I'm like, yo, that's literally the comic book, like that, the logo. Um, but if we move on to What If, which is coming summer 2021, I'm very excited for that because they have Jeffrey Wright from you know, I love West, Jeffrey Westworld. Wright. I don't keep saying that about actors, but I have no, like he's it just so happens that MCU has a lot of my favorite actors. Like they, if have, it, it, they have top tier, top tier. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> it's um, so I <laughs> on the mashup on Life Talk, I had a writer from THR and Mar- Marvel and Sci Fi, oh, and sure. he said that. He tweeted like, "Yo, if the what if isn't hosted by Watsu, the Watcher, it's a missed opportunity." And I'm like, "Oh my God, you're so right!" And now it's happening. They were like, "No, nah, we're not missing. We're listened. not missing the opportunity." Yeah, they listened, and now they casted Watsu as Jeffrey Wright. You know, Jeffrey Wright as Watsu, which is the best thing I could think of. And if you look at the logo real like closely, you know how these nerds nitpick this stuff. AKA, we're all nerds. 
if you see the logo, um, you really zoom in on it, you see like Red Skull ah. wearing the Captain America outfit, which is like, oh, oh man. Oh, shit, I didn't see that one. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. But like back, way back, they did, they did announce that they're going to initially, their initial episode is going to be about Peggy Carter becoming Captain America. This is old news. Um, that's why you got to watch Movie Talk every week. Uh, to yep. keep on keep on track but yeah i'm very excited with this especially it's animated and the fact that they're getting a lot of the voice actors coming back like michael b jordan so like what if we had like michael b jordan killmonger beating black panther uh, yeah i think that might be out. one of them to be honest yeah and then the thing you showed me today uh um, yeah so you take it away because this is like what you found so so in that same logo where, we, where you talked about seeing red skull you can see a captain america zombie from Ooh, marvel zombies shit. From Marvel oh, Zombies. Oh, shit. Are That's we going to get a Marvel Zombies? That's going to be intense. Oh, man. I can't. Like, the potential for this is unlimited. I keep saying that because, like, the, with the multiverse involved, <laughs> yeah, you can do anything you want. Um, what if I'm kind of curious to how they're going to do it, like, the art style? Because what if it's, like, is it, like, an anthology type of show, like, Love, Death, and Robots, yeah. where it's, like, different art styles in Ooh, every cool. episode? That that'd would be cool. cool. It would be cool. It keeps it fresh then. Like, you can get a 3D animated, like, Final Fantasy movie version and then, like, get a cartoon 2D animation. Like, that'd be so yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, so much secrecy in it. But the fact that they're considering an animated property as Phase 4. That's wild. <laughs> it's serious. That, that, they're, they mean business. You know what I mean? Like this, this ain't just like a regular show that's just gonna show up and it's like, oh, Marvel Studios is posted up on it. No, this is part of Phase Four, everybody. Like, listen up and like tune in. Um, but yeah, like, the, I don't know. There's just if they teased the Marvel Zombies, that'd be crazy. Or like, if they teased, I don't know if they're gonna do this, but like, imagine they did like Deadpool kills the MCU or like Punisher kills the MCU, like the comic book runs. Um, that'd be awesome. And I'm going to say, like, little spoiler, like, if you haven't seen Far From Home, you know, we got our Marvel Zombies cameo when Mysterio was pretty much oh, yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, that was a good, you know, head nod to Marvel Zombies because it was legit, like, the style of Iron Man. Um, so, like, we'll move on. Hawkeye, you know, Kate Bishop, we talked about this. And Jeremy Renner is very underrated. And I think Hawkeye is very underrated. Um, I'm excited. It's just... I, I'm curious because I don't know a lot about Hawkeye's run, and you said you didn't really read the Kate, Kate Bishop run, but like, I'm, it's good because we're coming in with fresh eyes and ears, you know. Um, we, do you just, add- we, for, we forgot yeah. to say Monica, the adult Monica oh, Ram, Ram, uh, Rambo. Is, yeah, yeah, is in uh, WandaVision. WandaVision. Yeah, yeah. that's from, true. So yes, that's the kid from Captain Marvel. Yeah, she's gonna be adult, so this is gonna be post Endgame. So, guys, we're referencing back to WandaVision because we kind of just went past it monica rambo aka you know she's from captain marvel she's a young girl remember captain marvel was in the 90s she's an adult now and it's like it's gonna take place post endgame i i don't know do you think she's gonna be super powered not yet but i can see her get starting to get it and over the course of wandavision because wandavision gets so damn freaky yeah i'm thinking like you think you think it's gonna be like quantum realm powered or is it going to be cosmic because i feel like if, it, if she's going to get it it might be like some sort of multiverse i think it'll be like some like yeah yeah like yeah, multiverse some... type stuff that'd be cool it'd be a new spin on there um i kind of noticed this new trend and well anyways you actually before i move on like do you want to talk about anything on hawkeye real quick oh yeah i mean i feel like i i, I kind of went into it with my my list but um 
you know, it's it it's it's Jeremy Renner passing the torch on to Kate Bishop. Mm-hmm. Um, the it's based on Matt Fraction's run, and uh, the lo- they showed a, a quick little uh, animation for the logo, and it was like kind of like James Bond esque when he you know he like walks in and shoots the the bullet into the hole or whatever that you know the iconic intro, um, and so it it's definitely gonna be kind of like a spy ish type type james bond thriller or james bond type type atmosphere and i think that's really cool um and it's also cool because you know even though it's not a film now now every avenger has their own property like black widow has her film hawkeye has a show that's basically a film every every og avenger now has their 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 own little corner to be like listen like this is their story this is just their story so that i mean that that that's that for that and it's not just a film it's just it even though they got one property, it's an it's going to be like eight hours, let's say. Yeah, it's it's you know? basic. It's basically a film. Like that, it's it's basically a long film. Yeah, it's pretty. I just got your text messages, but yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just a long film. And um, oh yeah, I forgot to say about Hawkeye. They pretty much said they're going to get into the nitty gritty of like, oh him yeah, being Ronan, him being yeah. Ronan. Yeah. So I was assuming Hawkeye was going to be post. Endgame, but maybe they touch up on Ronan, like the five years time span. I could definitely see him having like flash, like while he's talking, like kind of like with with Daredevil. Like mm-hmm. I could see him like training Kate Bishop, and like when he's talking to her, it flashes back to his time as Ronan, and he's like, "I've done things," and then like it'll be like a full like episode, like bottle episode showing his time as Ronan or something. Well, let's be honest, we didn't get a lot of Ronan in Endgame. Yeah, you didn't was, even. Yeah, you, you didn't. You didn't even see his mask. You saw the back of his head. He was Ronan for like two seconds. Yeah, you see, okay, you only see Ronan in the products, in the toys, yep. and like Funkos, yep. and that's about it. And it was kind of a lost opportunity. I'm like, okay, that was kind of stupid. Like, why, why would we invest in Ronan, even though you can just make him look go as Rogue instead of Ronan? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Without really going into the character. But yeah, that'd be it's gonna be cool. It's for the toys. It's for the yeah. It's for the you know the sales, and that's where they make their money off their kids. But Hawkeye, just to reiterate, it's coming fall 2021, Disney Plus. So next up is a hot one, you know, Thor, Love and Thunder. And I wanted to pick it up because one... Uh, it's was... got the internet all torn apart. Dude, it's Flash Gordon with the theme. And it's it's so, that, and it's, it's also so like, retro. What it reminds me of? It reminds me of Thundercats. Yes. Like straight yes, up the thunder, it looks like it. it's from Thundercats. And yeah, you just sent me a picture of like the logos. <laughs> yeah, cause the evolution. It, it kind of went from like bland, typical Thor, the first movie, and then went to like, oh, this is awesome. Like it... It went to like a hard rock version of it, um, but yeah, like Thor: Love and Thunder is gonna be written and directed by Taika Waititi. You know, Tessa Thompson's coming back, and she's kind of she's basically official. She's officially part of the LGBTQ community. Um, Tessa Thompson said she's king of Asgard. She's just looking for a queen, which is really cool, and I think it was in a tasteful way. Like it kind of felt like she would go that route, uh, but like the the number one thing that really stood out was that we're going to have female Thor and Natalie Portman's returning. So that's huge. And I hear the run for female Thor is amazing and it solidifies Jane Foster as Thor also. Um, but what I was mentioning is like, don't you like, don't you like feel the growing presence of female representation on yeah, screen, but like it feels yeah, yeah. right. Do you know what I mean? It feels mm-hmm, right. I agree. Except, you know, Captain Marvel, I have my gripes with her, like with some things, but these characters feel deserved. And the fact that they got Natalie Portman back, holy crap! I'm thinking she saw the the third one and she's like, "Yo, this movie looks fun. I think I, you, I think I want to come back." Yeah, it's just like I thought. I felt like she was just like after Dark World, she's like, ah, whatever. But then it kind of grew into such like it blossoms into something else, and she's like, "Oh, mm-hmm. okay." Mm-hmm. But with Love and Thunder, and you know, there's two Thors. 
because Thor has Stormbreaker, correct? And yeah. So Cap at the end of the Endgame, he came back into our. We don't. Okay, so Cap came back as an old man. There's so many theories about that. Um, so obviously but Mjolnir the is still he, there. He put Mjolnir back, so then it would get destroyed again. So it's kind of confusing as to what they're, how <sighs> she's gonna be. Another like, are they gonna say Mjolnir again? Like, yeah. and, and that's the only. Th- that's the only thing. My only, my only con- one of my main concerns about Thor: Love and Thunder is we already tackled him losing Mjolnir, and we already yeah. tackled him thinking he's unworthy. So mm-hmm. if this is based off of the Mighty Thor run. Jason, I think James, Jason, Eric, or whatever his name is. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if it's based off that run, that whole run is based off Thor thinking he's unworthy and losing Mjolnir. But we already did both those things. So, like, how do you do it again? With, again, and keep it interesting. So, uh, and I don't, I don't need, I don't need another dude, bro, Thor. You know, like I, yeah. I, I don't, end game, end game, Thor was fun for what it was. I don't need that again. I don't need more of that. Unless it, the only time I, I would want it is in Guardians because it matches that, that humor. But I don't need a Thor solo film with him being that sympathetic Thor. Like I don't, I don't want that. It's not interesting to me. So, uh, I'm a little apprehensive about this film. Well, because of that reason. Think about it. In retrospect, we already did Unworthy Thor, Thor twice. Thor 1 and then Endgame. Oh, right. He's pretty much yeah. like... forgot, you know, obviously, Thor 1. Yeah. And then Endgame, because he's like, oh, I'm I'm worthy still. Um, But that's the thing. Are we doing... Are we just going to reboot the character? Like, you, is this, you think this is the route they're going? Like, we're going to... Jane Foster's going to be the next door and like you know chris hamburg is going to put up the hammer or are we going to get two simultaneous thors because i'm i'm assuming thor is going to keep stormbreaker and she gets mjolnir so we have two thors do you so know they have I mean? to, so they we're going to see them save mjolnir a second time like that's why i'm like uh yeah that's the thing i didn't consider yeah. your theory because i don't know what cap did um because when he came back i was like where's mjolnir like i'm so Lost. He put that. Sh- he put that shit back. Like, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, okay, so he, like, storytelling wise, he put that shit back because Thor needs it in Dark World. But so, like, uh, so then if he didn't put it back, then that's fuck. That's screwing stuff up. Like, what are we doing here? To be honest, I wasn't on board with female Thor. Um, I at first because I was just like, okay, fine, we're gonna go like the female route. And I still think like Thor has like films in him. Like it, he's yeah. he's on a hot streak. Like, why are we doing this? But at the same time, I think Taika is going to respect the property where there can be two Thors in a universe. Because think of it like this. When Odin says, like, oh, if you're worthy, you can, you'll possess the power of Thor. Let's think of Thor as, like, a title, like, 007. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, even though Thor's name is Thor, but, like, the actual power and the the embodiment is Thor. Um, I think there's going to be... There, there's going to be two simultaneously somehow, but I don't know. It's just, I'm, just to, to I'm, be honest, I, I, I'm excited for it, but I'm apprehensive about it just because I'm, I'm apprehensive too. I said, yeah. And I'm just like, at first I wasn't sold. Cause I'm like, okay, like this is feel like, let's just, he's on a hot streak. Let's do this. But like, I mean, I trust Tycho with TD and plus he's writing it and he's directing and he looked like he was coked out. <laughs> to be honest at the panel he's having, he's having a good time he's, man. He's, he's all he's off a of life right now but you know he's like the coolest director in hollywood right now it's kind of funny like just off of like a couple properties he's like the coolest director because he's so eccentric and you know anything else on thor because i'm gonna hit the 
the part I've been waiting all day. Uh, uh, just before we, we we hit that, um, I just I just noticed, I I didn't put two and two like I I don't know why as a designer should put this together, but like every like every letter in the Loki theme in the Loki logo is a different is a different letter is a different mm-hmm. font, and like people are saying like the L looks like it's from the Incredible Hulk, the O looks like it could be from like Doctor Strange or something. Um, uh, so maybe he'll be revisiting like the films themselves. That'll be interesting. Um, so I just wanted to point that out. That's the thing. Like we don't know what the crossover potential is. Do you know what I mean? But the L, the L is is like basically. It looks like from, Hulk. It looks. It's basically Rift the Incredible Hulk logo, and uh, I don't know what the other ones are. But it, that, that I just wanted to point that out because that's very interesting. No, that's a good eye. And let's think about Hulk. He's not getting any property, but obviously, I think he's going to team up with someone. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Damn. Because we're not going. Okay, so we're not getting an Avengers movie. Remember that. And yeah. Phase Four. Where could Hulk show up potentially? Thor, uh, either either Doctor Thor Strange, or uh, Doctor Strange for like a cameo. Yeah, I guess. But I feel like that'd be out of place. Yeah, I feel like I feel like yeah. it's mainly Thor. Like, <laughs> but yeah, but then they would have said it like with the cast. So he, you know, what I'm saying. So I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I, so if you think about Thor in Endgame, like he his arm hasn't healed up, so. After the gauntlet, so I'm assuming oh, right. he's just kind of br- kinda... a break. So um, maybe he's just gonna be Professor Hulk for a bit and just chill. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe they'll mention. Him. Maybe they'll mention. Him. They'll be like, "Oh, like I just spoke to I just spoke to Professor Hulk about these multiverse." You know what I'm saying? Like I can see him doing that. Yeah. And then oh, I just realized we're not even getting an Ant Man movie. Yeah, yeah. For now, for now, for now. I think it'll be Phase Five. Yeah, but let let's get into Phase Five because <clears throat> I'm, I'm very excited. After I heard this announcement, even though I love the Phase 4, I'm kind of like, fuck Phase 4. Because I want Because I want the Daywalker. And Blade was announced with Mahersha Ali cast as Blade, who looks just like Blade and Wesley Snipes. Because I was watching a clip of Alita Battle Angel, and he has the shades on. I'm like, dude, that's Blade. (laughs) Like, Blade, to me... Blades is the first Marvel property for anyone. Well, for me personally, but like if we're talking about Hollywood wise, that's what started it all. And then like Spider Man, Um, but I grew up with Blade. I watched every movie, and I love one and two. And it's such a close property for me. And the fact that Marvel Studios is being ballsy enough to do Blade, oh my god! Like the logo (laughs) too. The the logo too. I still get chills about it because the logo too is so legit. It's half dark, half white, uh, white because it's like night and day. He's the daywalker, and the way they introduced it because Mahershala Ali came at the end of the panel and he had, you know, they were giving out Black Widow hats, and he had his own hat and he put it on. That's how they revealed it. But do you think it's gonna be radar? Like, I'm curious. No, I don't think Marvel's ever gonna do radar. Yeah, that's the part I'm scared about because they said they're gonna continue Deadpool, but it wasn't gonna be tied to the MCU. You know what I mean? Um. It kind of sucks because Blade, you're you're fitting your role. Mahersha Ali, he's gonna do great. He's you know he's an Oscar winner, but you have big boots to fill in for Wesley Snipes. And plus, like the films were very violent and gory. You know, a lot of sex and blood, and it's kind of weird because it's kind of neutering itself. It's gonna be PG if it's gonna be PG thirteen. Do you know what I mean? But like yet again, these vampires when they die, they turn into ash. So right. I don't know. I I don't want to admit that it's PG thirteen. Do you know what I mean? It's okay. Let it. Let it. No. Let it. No. It's too early. It's too early for that. It's just. 
Uh, but I think I I mean I think I think they can do the film justice and 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 just have a really hard PG thirteen like really, you know. I think yeah. I think they can do it. But that needs to be dark, you know. Yeah, don't, no, you're none, not. Please don't have the humor. Please don't have the humor. Like yeah, I completely agree. Like have the yeah. I mean, come on, dude. Like this is like this is a damn vampire. Like hunt. Like don't we? I want this to be dark, man. Yeah, no, because the reason I want this to do so well, because it's going to lift off for, obviously, the Marvel Knights and the Midnight Suns. So that's, like, what I wanted to... Because you and me love the paranormal, like, dark horror. Like, that's our stuff. That's our niche. And it's, like, this is the stepping stone. Like, Blade's the perfect opportunity. And it's funny because there there was a report, you know, articles going around. Kevin Feige was like, oh, after, you know, Mahershala Ali won his award for Green Book, he straight up called marvel is like hey i want to do blade and they're like okay here sign this and that's wild that's so <laughs> wild and it's like top tier quality of an actor and he look he could pull it off like he has that deep voice he could act like blade and talk like wesley snipes like i can i can see it i just the only thing i'm like worried is just like it's mcu related are they gonna neuter it just by i know you say hard pg-13 but like i really want them to push the boundaries for pg-13 because blade's about guns you know, swords, swords like steaks, steaks. like it's <laughs> not, not, not a one steak sauce, blood, like vampires. Like I just need blade to like say frost and just like <laughs> kill so many vampires. And this was, this was bound to happen. Cause when we were talking while watching the boxing match, you know, my boy Fady brought up some good points. You brought up some good points and I watched some videos. And I'm like, wow, they're right. So in the comic iteration of Blade, Blade versus Wolverine, you know, Blade's been getting a lot of attention. So this is kind of like a, a trend. Yeah, forgot he joined the Avengers in, yes. in there most recently. Yes. So, yeah, what you said, just to build off, Blade is in the Avengers and he's helping Ghost Rider because he can't, Ghost Rider can't turn into the, he can't control the Ghost Rider anymore. So he goes to Blade for help. And it's... There's this, you guys can do this. Like, if you're a comic book reader, you know, you hear a lot of stuff. Like, if there's a character getting a lot of focus, you know, getting, like, a reinvigoration, it's kind of a hint that he, he or she might get um, likely going to show up in the MCU. So, like, yeah. I was saying this. Like, this is my other theory. Fantastic Four. Mr. Fantastic looks just like John Krasinski <laughs> right now. And that's what the you know the you know everyone's talking about John Krasinski and Emily Blunt you know Mr. and Mrs. Fantastic. I think John Krasinski's gonna be in there because if it's like an I'm game for that I'm fine I'm I'm, I'm I'm cool with it too I do want him to be a little older but whatever because you know you when I think of Reed Richards I think like a thirty forty year old uh, forty year old man you know yeah but um, if they're but, gonna be the face that carries on the legacy exactly. of Iron Man you need somebody you know on the younger side and you need to show respect to the first uh, Marvel family yeah so. Yeah. I, I th- to go back to Blade, yeah, just look out for the comics because there there's a trend that comes back, and it, they really do hint when, in their comic properties like, oh, this could be MCU related or there's something coming up. But the fact that it's Blade is just it's opening up a new window because we already had Doctor Strange doing magic, now it's just dark, you know, dark themes. But um, like Keanu, like what are your like since Blade's an MCU? I really want to see Blade interact with Spider-Man for like a post-credit scene. 
Like, you know, what, what crossover do you want? Because I want him to do that and just be, like, you know, just a small scene, like in the end, and Spider Man swinging at night and he runs into Blade and they're just, they're just, you know, having a banter. That would be perfect. Or if they had that in the trailer for like a brief moment in the film, I'd freak out. I'd literally freak out. Like, it I just, mean, oh, I get chills. But you guys. So both the people, both of the ones I want, even after all this, actually don't seem that very likely. Mm-hmm. Um, Morbius would it be really cool considering their yeah. history, but that Sony's making their Jared Leto version, so that seems like it's a no go. And then second, Ghost Rider, but Ghost Rider is going to be Marvel TV Studios, so yeah. it, um, you can might as well basically assume it's not even like connected at this point. So that that's kind of a letdown because I thought it, I think it'd be really cool to see Robbie Reyes. You know, we have Robbie Reyes, we have this great actor playing Robbie Reyes, and uh, you know, we're not we're, we're not going to be able to we probably won't be able to see that interaction between the two. Mm-hmm. I, well, I personally think that like the best you know way to grab people that it's MCU related because you know how they use Iron Man for Spider-Man I feel like Spider-Man would be the best because one they're both street level characters and they've interacted with each other in the comics before and the animated series and just make it brief do you know what I mean because they're both New Yorkers yeah like, yeah they could easily do that and just make it like Spider-Man swinging at night and he's at a rooftop and he runs into Blade and that could just be like the ending scene of the movie and you don't even need Tom Holland. You just need his voice. It's just mm-hmm. him, like costume. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Tom Holland can be like, oh, yeah, like, you know, I'm just running away from the cops because my identity is revealed. And Blade's probably like, huh. Like, that's it. <laughs> Do you know what yeah. I mean? I can't, get over the, I can't get over the fact that, like, Marsha Ali went in and he was like, yo. Like, he caught him. Like, he, he, he has so much, like, sway now that, he, you know, he's, he's a big yeah. name. Yep. Like, he, he walked, he walked, he caught them. And Feige was like, all right, well, I mean, obviously I'm going to answer and you can come in whenever. They met and he just was like, so listen, Blade. And Ken Feige was like, whatever you want, here you go. Like, that's yeah. so funny. That's crazy. Like, and, and, like, and, like, and like, thank you to freaking Marcella Ali, like, because he, he, he's made it happen. Yeah. Feige pretty much became his bitch. Um, but like, I love yes, it. Sir. Yes, He's sir. like, Absolutely, yes, sir. I want to do Blade here. Sign this. Like, it's amazing. And. It's funny because Maharshal Ali's Cottonmouth, and now he's just expanding it within the you know the Marvel property. Oh, gosh, which yeah, is they, crazy. which is crazy. Uh, I like it. I like it, but that also just kind of puts the nail in the coffin for M's for MCU Netflix connections. Yeah, which isn't a huge loss, except for the fact that Daredevil was fantastic and. It is. Um, because I do want to see Daredevil interact with Spider Man. Yeah, you know, man, that oh, would be gosh. iconic. Like all the street level characters, I think they're if they interact with each other, it'd be great. But Maharsha Ali, like it's oh, it's so great. Like I don't know what they're gonna do. Do they involve Dracula or do they just start something new because they don't want to get tied to Blade Three? Do you know what I mean? Like ah, do it, do Dracula, do it. Yeah, that would be so good. Like old school Castlevania Dracula, and he's like in modern day, not like the stupid. I don't like Blade Three, like how they did Dracula. I really don't like it. I haven't um, seen it forever. See, it's, it's not worth it. It took a step down from two. I'm just like, okay. oh, definitely, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. I, I do, rem- I do remember that. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds was funny, but it's just like, all right, let's move on. Um, Blade, not announced, but remember, guys, it's gonna be Phase Five. I hope it starts Phase Five. Do you know what I mean? That'd be such a high key, high key point. Um, if we're gonna move on though, like you know, Fantastic Four and Mutants were both mentioned, and you know, the sequels to Black Panther, Captain Marvel, Guardians of the Galaxy. I think yeah. Let's dedicate this phase to the new heads, and let's have a let's have an Avengers movie 
We should have had Ant. I think they should have squeezed Ant Man three in there. I think I think they should have. I think it would have made sense. See, that's why I pulled out the Fox Disney release schedule because I was like, okay, so I want to see if they could fit in some other films because they have the release schedule official. What if they didn't? They mentioned. What if they there's a open date that they didn't mention on this schedule? Do you know what right. I mean? for like secret yeah, surprises? Yeah. But everything matches up except until 2020, which is our, phase four is over by then. So 2020, it's just you have for 2022, you have 218, um, five uh, May six. I don't know why I'm saying the numbers because I wrote it out like that. Uh, <laughs> February 18th, May 6th, and July 29th. Which is basically you could probably just assume is Black Panther two, Captain Marvel two, and Guardians three. <laughs> see, like I you don't basically wanna... just. I don't want to see them first. I want to see Blade. I don't even really need them. Like, can we just get Blade? <laughs> yeah, can we? I don't know. This is what I wanted to talk about all day was Blade. And, um, yeah, I just want them to start off with Blade, get into the Fantastic Four, then get into X-Men, and then let's, let's catch up with Captain Marvel, and then let's lead into an Avengers film. Um, with Blade. With Blade. With Blade in it, yes. Um Dude, imagine that. Imagine a film with Blade, Spider-Man. Dude. Oh, um, my God. Shang-Chi, Thor, That Falcon, would be so Joker. unprecedented. Like, not just because Blade's and, you know, Avengers in the comics, but Shang-Chi. Like, that'd be such a different Avengers lineup. But I would love it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'd be absolutely. Oh. But like, what would okay? So let's just let's have a little fun. Like, what what would you have as a villain with Blade involved? Like, because okay, so I'm gonna I got Ultimate Alliance three, and you're gonna be playing it tomorrow. The story for, for free. Ultimate for free because you know shout out Amazon. Ultimate, <laughs> Ultimate Alliance three, dude. The story is amazing. Like that's what's keeping me playing. So it goes through like the Xavier Academy. It goes into the dark dimension. So it's like it feels normal why Ghost Rider's there. And it kind of set the tone for me to like, oh, if they did an Avengers movie where it involved the, you know, Shadowland, the Kingpin, it involved, you know, a Kree ship, it involved the Dark Dimension, it involved all these different locations, so it felt natural for Blade to be in it. I'd be so for that, you know what I mean? But I don't know who would be the main bad to involve Blade. Maybe they can just throw him in, and no matter what, he's in it. You know what I mean? But I want it to kind of feel natural. Like, you know, the Avengers are like, oh, we need to, like, our, our, like, Doctor Strange is like, oh, my specialty isn't this. We should call up, you know, Daywalker. Yeah, 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 you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, let's give him a reason. Like, what's, I don't know who else would be. Like, what, Dormammu summons, like, all this, and he's the villain of Avengers? That'd be cool. Damn, that'd be cool. If it was, Damn, like, a did you just dark... write it? I think you just wrote it. Yep. Kevin Feige, listen to me. Dark Avengers, well, our own interpretation of Dark Avengers, where Dar- Dormammu is the main villain and he's manipulating reality, and we have to get Blade, and that be that would be a fresh take. Um, what are your thoughts though? Like, what would you want? Would you want Kang? Like, what? Just make up for something event, for, for Avengers Five. Yeah, for Avengers Five, but like consider Blade. Like, what would he be? Like, how would he be involved? And like, what villain would you want to be the head? Okay. Um... Uh, Avengers Five. Uh, mm. It's tough, man. Or they they could. Don't what, even, what, was don't you, even... like you, what was the one you just said? I feel like you I, said one, and I agree. I said Dormammu, technically. Yeah, I I think that I think that would work because he's because yeah. he's also he's like that in that like supernatural like mystic element. So like he could 
bring he, he in crossing over he could like freaking bring the dead alive or something i don't know he could just do something super like so occult mystical that it that honestly like i want what you i want what you just said like it was perfect yeah. like dr strange goes oh i need to call an expert and then like blade is like what y'all want yo oh my god can you imagine that in avengers headquarters and then all of a sudden like we need a specialist on this and it's blade do you do you understand like how people were <laughs> Yeah, like, I'm like, flipping what the out. hell is this place? Like all attitude and stuff. Like, like I have I have vampires to kill. What do you want? Yeah, like it's I gotta go to bed because it's like 7 a.m. here and I gotta kill vampires at night. Like you need to. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just really I pray now that I mentioned it. I really pray that they do like a Dark Avengers type of vibe because that would be so different from Thanos. And then it preserves, um galactus and stuff but it's kind of hard because like how do you get the fantastic four and x-men involved do you know what i mean you get them involved for avenger 6 with galactus yeah i just don't want to wait though <laughs> do you we're gonna have to <laughs> oh, i know i know any final thoughts man i think i'm gonna wrap up this episode you know phase um, four yeah it was oh, fantastic good. it was i'm very excited it was great i'm ex- I, I want blade yeah, I think that's what sold me the most because honestly blade's just such a close character to my heart he's definitely like my top Top five. He's definitely top five. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know what to expect, but my I trust in Kevin Feige. Like you said, you know, PG-13, but a hard PG-13. Phase four looks awesome. But guys, thank you again for tuning in to the mashup. Remember, this is part one. We're going to focus on phase four of the Marvel lineup. You know, part two is coming out Wednesday. We're going to talk about, about a number of things from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. being canceled, Jay and Silent Bob, the trailer, it chapter two trailer Westworld. i mean is it canceled i think i think it's just ending we'll like, it's like it's yeah natural and ending. yeah and national ending this is yeah final season watchman top gun the witcher terminator so ultimate alliance dlc you know halloween kills 2020 and halloween ends um but yeah guys remember to tune in to us at apple podcast you can find us on spotify and stitcher and we're also on youtube but it's also it's also on audio. But be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube and hit the bell so you can get a notification for our recent posts. But any final words, Keanu? We're still excited for Marvel. I know. I'm still on a body high. But guys, it's been a great weekend. Manny Pacquiao won. I thought, I was kind of scared. Oof, that, was, that was a good fight, man. It, that was a good it, fight. It was a very slim fight. And you know, San Diego Comic Con, which is like the holiday for all us nerds, it, it, it was great, and it. It paid off. And pretty much, guys, don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts, most importantly. like It really helps with your feedback. And we're pretty much we're growing every week. And I'm, I'm loving it. And I'm glad like where this podcast is. And this is just a passion for us. So Absolutely. remember, episodes every Monday, if we do it on time, usually every Monday. But we'll try to be on time. You know, we'll, I'll stop playing Switch and I'll be on time. <laughs> and no one blame Keanu. It's my fault. But love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you on Wednesday.